Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Hello. Can anyone around here speak basketball? It's the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. Bonjour, hello. Hello. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. Um, I'm jacked. I'm jacked too, man. This is uh, Freddie. I'm the host of the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball, Basketball Podcast. Thanks, Matt. That was, <laughs> yeah, that was weird and cool. Um, the, the other guy you're hearing is Matt Duncan, Matty yep. D. How hey, you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. You know, uh, it's been a wild playoff so far. That's right. And we're having a good time, though, aren't we? We got lots to talk about. I see everyone's having a, a good drool. That's right. To, yeah, we, we all got a good drool going <laughs> Uh, Sports this, drool for this lovely day. Yeah. Um, we have two returning guests. We do for, for this uh, first playoff pod. Yeah, um, I'm going to bring on my dude who I uh, play basketball with uh, every Wednesday on oh. first. Uh, he's an amazing artist. Uh, he does a lot of uh, like, yeah. like Raptors fan art, cool mm-hmm. stuff. Um, so you know the girl who drew the uh, Raptors thing on the T-shirt. Oh. Heads up because Tristan's coming. Yeah, um, <laughs> he's the Eric Bledsoe of the run. Uh, if you're at home, uh, please clap uh, some together. For Tristan Douglas. Dun, dun, Bledsoe, yeah. Eric Bledsoe on the court, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you very much. <laughs> um, thanks for uh, returning to the pod, man. How you doing? I'm doing great. Got a hole in my mouth, so, you know, we might get some raspiness. Sure, I really sure. Get that smoky voice out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm looking right at you, and you're sexy as hell. So. <laughs> yeah, see, um, I think the first time I was on this, you also complimented my looks, so this is two for two now, so okay. I'm feeling great. You know what, though? Maybe I should walk it back. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, walk it back. It's a bit pushy. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a b-ball pod. Um, Coming up next is uh, is an OG Raptors Raptors fan. Yeah, uh, he's seen he's seen the Raptors uh, in the Sky Dome. Many many people haven't. Okay, I'm a Vince Carter era Raptors fan. I, you know, I caught up on the Muggsy Bow stuff uh, after after I became an insane fan. Um, but it's an honor to have a true OG. Uh, give it up at home for Bobby Brown. <laughs> This is the music Bobby plays when he's like blasting off to Detroit. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) He's got his Nexus pass. He's going to check out some music in Detroit. Flying through. Watch out. (laughs) What's up, Bobby? How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm feeling good. Um, 
still but anxious, but I feel a little better from last night's win. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, let, let's start with the good stuff right away, okay? Absolutely. Please. Um, so uh, I'm making up a little bit of a new segment here yeah. um, for the for the playoff uh, podcast. Uh, I'm going to track some of our some of our all-time guys they're they're making some making some major moves yeah. uh in the playoffs uh so in lieu of uh, tell me something I don't know, and Matt, I'm going to hit you up later because okay. I, I want you to tell the fans something they don't know about you. Thank you. So you think on that, Sure, yeah, okay? yeah, I got it. Um, but before you do that, do you have the Hunger Games cannon Of course. Ready? The thing's okay. loaded and ready to go. Well, great. I need you to sound it off three times. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's right. So first up, we have Kawhi the Thief. I'm going to track Kawhi's all-time playoff steals. Mm -hmm. uh, so when the playoffs started, he was tied with the great Allen Iverson for 147 steals in the playoffs. Oh. And he's passed AI. Uh, he also passed Derek Harper. And he also passed Chauncey Billups. Oh, wow. Hmm. He's now tied with Dirk Nowitzki at 149 all-time playoff steals. Wow. So uh, wow. we're, we're going to keep track of that. Yeah, um, And uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's move over to Raptors uh, without yeah. any further ado. I think I've said without any further ado twice. So I'll stop <laughs> it there. Maddie. would you give me that Raptors sting? <laughs> I mean, they're not an up-and-coming team. They're here. They're here. They're here. Nice. <laughs> Matt always really he stares into my soul. I know. Soul. I look right through you. Um, but yeah, hashtag RT's head, dude. Chill out. I'm really trying to get that one pumped a little bit. All right, yeah. Bobby, uh, we're going to start with you here, okay? Um, so uh, you've, seen, you've seen all the great uh, Raptors playoff performances. Um, unfortunately, there hasn't been too many, mm -hmm. but there has been some. Uh, Kawhi. Last night was just, just ridiculously impressive. He's four points behind Steph Curry um, through two games uh, as the uh, playoff leading scorer. Uh, he, was, he was just incredible in so many ways. Um, I, I'm not even going to go through all the things he did because I just wanted to throw it to you. Uh, yeah, did, did you have a favorite moment from, from Kawhi's night? Um, uh, was it the best performance from a Raptor in the playoffs? It was a very seen? impressive night. I mean, he came through, I guess they're calling him the Terminator. <laughs> nice. <laughs> right? And um, yeah, he's, he's, he just came unstoppable. I mean, if this is what we're going to get for uh, for the rest of the playoffs, this playoff Kawhi, I'm all for it. I mean, hello, Kawhi. Goodbye, DeMar DeRozan. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's it's pretty hard, you know, to be like a, a long-term Raptor fan mm -hmm. and have DeRozan one year and the next year you have Kawhi and it's such an upgrade. Oh, for sure. So it's hard not to think about Oh yeah, DeRozan. <laughs> yeah, this guy's way better. Right. Um, As for best, I mean, his performance is great last night. Yeah, is there this, a signature you know, moment? Um, yeah, signature moment will have to be probably game. I believe it was game three against Toronto, and Philadelphia, when Vince dropped fifty. Yeah. He also had, I think, uh, six rebounds, seven assists in that game. Kawhi was like only thirty-seven, four and four. I know, but only thirty-seven, four and four. <laughs> only. Right? I know. But may I point out, like um, Nick Nurse, because I was complaining about game one. I think mm -hmm. he only had. 32 points last night, 33. Maybe it's just a load management thing going on. But if you could give us 37 points in 33 minutes, that's it's incredible. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I feel like Nurse really like top loaded the minutes. Right. So we kind of smoked Orlando as opposed to being like, oh, we should bring them in earlier in the fourth. It was kind of like we put them to bed. Right. And Kawhi was able to play the same amount of minutes that way. Right. But um, so you, so you, you I'm, I'm sure you watched the game. Obviously, like, yeah. was there a moment from Kawhi specifically? I think he had that blew your mind, or was I, it just a collection of? Play? I think he had three consecutive plays, and if I do remember, two of them were just like straight dunks off the um, right. And he, right, he when the offense was all spreading out. Yeah, and he yeah, blew yeah. his defender off the three-point line. It's just straight to the hole. It's just like to, to see a part and open up. Yeah. And he's at the rim dunking it, right? And it was no awesome. one could have stopped him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tristan, um, I mean, yeah, answer whatever you want to answer first. Is there a no, I think Bobby signature and I, Kawhi moment? Or? I think Bobby and I are reading off the same exact sheets here because, yeah, yeah like you And have, you're reading off sheets. No. Yeah, exactly. No yeah, sheets. We, yeah, we're, we're just sharing the same page here. But yeah, Vince Carter having that 50 point game against Philadelphia. I think like that is kind of like the benchmark, but in terms of what this game meant to the Raptors, right. how Kawhi responded, I think in terms of like that narrative, yeah, probably the, one of the most impressive yeah. Raptors playoff performances ever. Um, and like for 20 odd years, that's saying something like that's <laughs> a lot, a lot of time. Yeah. Uh, was there like a Kawhi moment? Was it, was it the, the spread out dunk? Was it something else? It's just his overall dominance. I mean, like, yeah. that series of plays where he have yeah, just, so like the seas parted, he just strolled in and dunked the ball. But the entire yeah. game, yeah. he was on the defensive end, like showing us why he's one of the, the best defenders in the league. Yeah, uh, and he would just dominated every aspect of that game. Yeah, I think like the, I think the reason I asked this question is uh, I was trying to think about better performances, and obviously Vince comes to mind. Um, I would say Lowry Game Seven against Miami mm-hmm. uh, was a pretty big game. You know, it took us to the conference finals, but there was something about the way Kawhi went about his business last night, it was so calm. It didn't seem desperate in any way. Exactly. And it was just dominant in a way that I think Raptors fans have only felt the opposite of. You know, we've played against LeBron. Yeah, we've been on the receiving end yeah, of that and, and, performance. And, yeah, and we felt that kind of like hopelessness. So for me, that's what was really, that's what separated that performance. But yeah, I think counting stats and stuff, Vince against AI is still pretty legendary. Yeah. Um, my signature moment was just a just a play. I was talking with a friend of the podcast, Dan Gallia, before I before I came here, and um, we were just talking about how it's such a special thing to see someone steal the ball the way Kawhi does, and that play when he was trailing, and he just kind of ran into the play, stole the ball, dribbled it up the court, and. I mean, maybe he was going to pass, but it didn't really look like it. No. And everyone kind of knew that. And he made his way to the rim, kind of like chest bump Fournier, maybe. Isaac was behind him, tried to block him. He should have got the and one. And he scored just the way he stole the ball. And it, it was like one against nine in a weird way. It's an effortless play. It just looks yeah. so easy for him just to stroll in there, grab the ball, and just walk to the other end. Yeah, and, and for me, I was like, I was, you know, just looking at him, it was almost like he was thinking... The most high percentage thing that can happen is me not passing the ball mm-hmm. and just scoring on whoever I want. Yeah. Like in that possession, like I, I think specifically because, you know, you really could have set up an offense or something, but that like eye of the tiger style play just, and the, the other one I was going to mention was he always does this thing where he kind of drives into the post, starts to cross it over and there's defenders all around him, but he's a bit too smart with the ball and he's a decent enough passer that no one really crowds him. And he got to switch the switch with, uh, with Vucci main and backed up and 
when 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 Vucci went to guard him, he just kind of casually looked at him, being like, "Oh, you're on me now. Great, I'm gonna hit a three in your face." Yeah. And the way it's just the way that that played out, I was like, "Oh man, I, I maybe we'll lose another game," but that was such a statement performance and such a statement game. And no one could stop him. Gordon, Isaac, like they, they just didn't have any kind of answer for him. So I think that's what that that's the feeling I was left with. Like, man, we have a guy that is going to take games um, both at the end of the game when it's close and also just to like eliminate a bad team like Orlando in the second quarter. And when he's doing fancy things like reverse layups and all yeah. these fancy dribble moves, oh, I'm yeah. like, okay, yeah, wait, please. he like, missed one though, right? Was I, he it, did miss it, it, but you know what? He's yeah. trying it and you know what? I'm into that. That was something else. Cause he, I, I was like, is he going to dunk it? I was like, Oh my God, reverse dunk. And then he just kind of like lost the ball. And I was like, okay, <laughs> okay. You're having fun, sir. Um, all right, Tristan, I'm going to start with you on this one. Um, so we kind of went from a tight loss to a historic blowout. I think it's the biggest Raptors playoff win in history. Mm-hmm. Um, would you say your faith is restored? Uh, and what's the key to winning this series? My faith is absolutely not restored yet. Okay, I'm, I'm one of the per- we I like the about, honesty. We talked know? about it uh, a couple of weeks ago before the playoffs even started. And yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm nervous because I've watched this team for the last five years in the playoffs and nothing is certain. Even that game yesterday. Yeah, I was more confident than you. Yeah, and I then know. we lost game one and I'm like, <laughs> Freddie, you're yeah. a moron. Yeah, I you just... Know what I mean? I watched the game yesterday. We were up by 20 points and I'm still like watching this game. I'm like, yeah. okay, just in case, like I'm just going to, you know, not You're like, turn- Eric Morlin, don't you mess this up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm not turning off that TV. My eyes are glued onto it. Um, I think if they continue to just play defense the way they did yesterday, right. if they continue just to apply pressure, they, the pace of the game for the Raptors was like night and day from yeah. game one. Isaac, 0 of 6 from 3? Yeah, you exactly. Know? Like They're yeah. shutting out and they're double teaming where they should. There's not all these open magic players on like the three-point right. lines just camping out, which was, I was at game one and I was like just living watching how yeah. many open people were just camped around the you're a raptor line. playoff fan oh. don't, don't go to game one i know we're Listen. two and 14 in game one i was at the game one last year and i was like you know what this is it we're turning <laughs> oh, turn it around i'm gonna go to every we did. game one. we won last year's yeah game one. exactly yeah i had this this confidence but uh i think if uh you know Kawhi, uh lowry siakam they all play well it's a it's a cakewalk it's nothing even with danny green danny green had zero points last night and yeah they still like 29 point victory. So is that like, is that your threat? Sorry, go ahead, Matt. I didn't realize Dan Green didn't have any points last night. He didn't have any points, but uh, yeah, he was interviewed after and he was like, yeah, I just kept looking at Kawhi and being like, no worries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 He was good on DJ. He was, good he was on great on DJ. DJ. Yeah. yeah. yeah defense. Yeah. Or on, on DJ, right? Yeah. yeah. He was like guarding him. Like, just switching off and like covering uh, yes. DJ and give him a hard time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Tristan, is there, is it like basically just kind of like play calm? We're better. That's how. Yeah, I mean, that's, like that's the yesterday the key here. Yesterday proved that or defense. You said yeah, is, is there defense? But yeah, like yesterday proved that this team is the real deal. Like that's mm-hmm. if they show up like this consistently, like I don't see any problem with the first second round. No problem. Right. Whatever. Philadelphia, Brooklyn, bring that on. If we're playing like that. Okay. Okay, I like it. Um, so you, you like how it went from having no I confidence? Yeah. I'm like I've talked myself up. That's until pure I, Raptor fan. Though. I know that's yeah. how we do it. Like game one, I was in a deep despair for all of Saturday night, but now I'm feeling great. Yeah, game one, I I wouldn't say I was in despair, but I definitely had to like avoid certain parts of the internet. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. Me too. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And uh, but uh, but yeah. So 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 so, Bobby, is your is your faith restored as a Raptor fan? Or are you like my faith has always been restored? It's just we have bad luck in Game One. Um, so even after Game One, you're like, we got this, no problem. Yeah, I mean, I, I was calling Raptors <laughs> in five, but now I have to say six. I think Orlando might sneak another one. I'm, I'm the exact same as you. But um, just yeah, just a, a, I totally agree with Twitch said. As long as we keep that defense intensity up, and like we have the more experience. I mean, a couple young guys in Orlando, they just look lost last night. They look mm. defeated after like the second quarter. You know, what I mean, like they're actually scared. But um, as long as we plot once again a defense pressure and experience, man, it's gonna be a cakewalk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My 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 key was um, you know, I think I think there's a lot of like little things in this series. Uh, I don't expect like I think the Raptors played good D last night, but I also don't expect um, you know, Michael Carter Williams and. Right. Uh, uh, a one do and and these guys to to hit all these open shots like even even Gordon you know um, the number one player actually I believe is uh, Vuvuchek yeah he's the best player but he he got taken out last night but Gasol so yeah that, if Vuvuchek is not having a good game that team is not going anywhere yeah. that's actually my key right so they 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 run an offense through him right and Gasol has annihilated him yeah. um, mm-hmm. you know it's only two games but I think that. Um, He's taken him out of the game in such a meaningful way. Like in game one, he eliminated his post, right? Which was big, but he was still using the you know the pick and pop and the pick and roll, and he was finding Augustine. Like uh, um, Vucci's a really really good player. He was an all star this year. He's their main scorer, and and this game Gasol, even though he got in foul trouble, he really took it up a notch. He eliminated the post, and then he also eliminated. Bucci making plays from the post. So he, and then on top of that, the high pick and roll um, between Gasol and and and, uh, and, and Kawhi rather uh, is just deadly. And, and they're constantly putting um, Vucci in that situation. So on both ends of the court, their best player is being absolutely nullified. And that's why you get a Gasol, right? That's why yeah. you get a guy who's been in the playoffs, who's beaten Duncan, who's been through some serious, serious battles. Because, you know, maybe a guy like uh, Vucci's like smarter or sorry, like stronger or, or, or younger or more athletic maybe at this point. But Gasol is just so much smarter and he's not a gimmick three-point shooter. He mm-hmm. can actually shoot the three. Yeah. And he willingly shoots the three. And I, I don't know if he hit yeah, three last three. night. Three, yeah. 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 And, you know, maybe that's his high watermark for the series. But I think that after that game, if you're Clifford, you have to think about Gasol from three. Like yeah. it, it's just a killer to have a guy that open draining threes from you. So, but yeah, I, I kind of went on a bit of a tangent there, but <clears throat> my, 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 my big key is if, if they don't get Vucevic going, they can't win this series. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no. um, and I don't even think they can win another game, if, uh, but I, but wow. I do, I do expect him to get going. Right. And I also expect um, Clifford to try and if it's getting really bad, like, like, you know, if it's a three, one series lead type thing, I wouldn't be surprised if um, he starts to use kind of like hide Vucci from Gasol as much as possible, just because as good as Ibaka is, Vucevic does better in that matchup mm-hmm. because he can kind of post and and that sort of thing. But um, yeah, I think, you know, if if Gasol and, and, and even just the way we're denying the entry passes, if we can keep their best player, uh, he, you know, he scored 17 points through two through two games. Right. So <laughs> that's just that's just like a non winning scenario for Orlando. I mean, it also comes down to Nick Nurse as well. 
right. and how he manages the minutes for everyone and the lineups. That's huge. Yeah. Game one had a lot of weird experimentation and like Kawhi only playing 33 minutes mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like I think. No, if, no, that's a, that's a great point. Yeah. If, if the way he did it yesterday, like even Kawhi, like even if it was, when it was a blowout, Kawhi was still playing, but you know, he knew when to pull him out. He seemed yeah. like he, he kind of forgot what he was doing in game one. He was just like, we're still in the regular season. I'm just going to experiment and throw a weird I think so, like a little out. bit. Yeah. yeah. And I think game two, he's like, oh, okay, yeah, I remembered what I'm supposed to do in this, yeah. these scenarios here. Like in game one, there was a lineup of like Fred, Kyle, and Norm. Yeah. Which I'm like, okay, regular season, no worries. But Orlando's huge. They're yeah. all super long. It's like right. you can't roll that out. Yeah. yeah. Like even um, with Van Vliet on the floor, like he is a liability against like Terrence Ross or something because Ross has like a foot on him. Right. And he can just pull up on a three yeah. in Van Vliet's face. So stuff like that is just, okay, I can... I know Lowry got a lot of flack for game one as he he should have. Yeah. But Nick Nurse, I think, you know, really deserved a lot of a lot of criticism for game one as well. I think so, too. I think he definitely had jitters mm-hmm. um, and his, his response in game two was great. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, you know, Nurse isn't a, uh, you know, a guy who's constantly adjusting late mm-hmm. because they because the magic did take that game one. Right. Yeah. So. They're going to make adjustments, and I'm really, I think the pressure's on Nurse to, to make sure we have good adjustments for Game Three. Yeah, exactly. And if they're if they're seeking ways to kind of like solve us, like I don't know what they do against Kawhi. Period. But I think there's other things that they can do. Mm-hmm. Um, Bobby, I'll, I'll I'll start with you on this one. Uh, is there is there a is there a disappointing player so far, or is there? Something in general that's, you know, it could be nurse. Um, but yeah, what's disappointed you so far about these two games beyond just losing game one? Um, disappointment is probably actually not having OG in the lineup. Um, yeah, that, yeah. oh man, I wasn't thinking that. that, that I know, like that was right before the playoffs that he got, yeah. uh, had a, a appendicitis and emergency surgery. That's like really serious. It just forces the coach to make his rotation or his lineup um, a lot shorter. Yes. But when you have guys having like Norm or Van Fleet not produce on an offense, um, or if other teams scoring us, we need, I think we need OG in game one, actually. He would have, he would have shot totally. probably DJ or Terrence Ross, right? They would have had less threes <laughs> exactly. if OG was on the court, 100%. Right. Yeah. But nothing um, disappointing too much. I mean, as long as our, um, you know, our three-headed monster, which is Lowry, Siakam, La- and Leonard, as long as they're producing, get the job done, I'm not worried about anything. About yeah. Series, yeah. Uh, Tristan, is anyone disappointing you, letting you down? I mean, yesterday's game, no. Everyone played yeah. exactly how I wanted them to. I mean, we done this podcast on Monday. I would have much different yeah. answers. I'm willing to kind of, like, forgive on the game one. I've already touched upon Nick Nurse and Lowry, which... They are my disappointments for that game. And, you know, if we can continue, like I said before, then I have no issues with this series. Next series might be a whole different. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Question mark. But uh, as it stands right now, I think OG being out of the lineup is a huge hit for them. Yeah, um, because he really adds some length against the magic Mm -hmm. Uh, and his presence is definitely or his absence is definitely felt. In this series so far, yeah, for sure. I and mean, a, like, and a will in the second round too. Oh, totally. The like, the, like the, I think the longer we go in the playoffs without OG, the more we're going to feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, my disappointment, and it's not a huge disappointment because I, I don't think he's playing bad. I just, I think maybe they're, you know, it's it's a, like playoffs are a matchup game, and I think that Fred 
is in a bit of a tough spot. Um, as I previously mentioned, the, the, the multi-guard lineups, I don't think they're going to work against Orlando in the way that they might against other teams, even better teams. Um, just because of their length and the way they play kind of like stay-at-home defense. Mm-hmm. Orlando's amazing at not fouling. So, it's, I mean, yesterday's game, I think they could have picked up a couple more I fouls. I think so, too. But it's, yeah. it's a reputation thing, right? Yeah. Like, they're one of the, they, they, they have the whole Spurs thing where, you know, Clifford's amazing at coaching guys not to foul. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, on the opposite end of that, they don't generate a lot of turnovers. Yeah. Um, so, that's kind of a weakness of, like, playing, a, like, a stay-at-home style. But I think it's, well, what it's doing to Fred is... It's not giving him that many open shots. I know he hit some threes in in game one, but it just doesn't seem like Fred is kind of like as it seems like the playoff pressure or like the the amped up defense is affecting him more than other players. I would say. Well, that happened last year in the playoffs it too. Did. Yeah, like it's it's not unusual for Bimbley to kind of feel that pressure. Yeah, I think for him, it's something that he'll kind of come into again. And I think it's a small guy in the playoffs type thing. Yeah. You know, like it's just, it's tough to be under 6'3". Yeah, and that's what's nice about having Lowry as the starting because you can learn from Lowry. You can kind of build off of what he's already experienced being a shorter guy in in the point guard position. But yeah, I think give him him a couple more games. I think he'll find his rhythm and find a shot. Um, Speaking of disappointments, I had one more thing that's kind of popped in my head. Give it to me. Which is, I'm glad it's not a disappointment, which is the Raptors fans. Because that game one, yes, with that blowout, I like this take. Yeah, because I watched a lot, like that Sixers game when they lost in game one. The fans were just booing the I Sixers know. off their floor. Well, and apparently Denver, uh, Mike Malone had to say in a press conference, like, please don't boo Will Barton when yeah. he misses shots. Like, this is a playoffs, and yeah, he's like the eighth guy, and he's like struggling a bit. It's like that's like us <clears throat> severely booing like Norm. Yeah, every mistake he makes, and it's like, uh. And that's not the right type of support. Yeah, exactly. And like, I'm so glad that like our fans in Toronto have kind of elevated above that because yes. it could have easily turned in that direction. I think they're still nervous. Oh, yeah. In that like, I both really, really liked the way they cheered for Kyle's first free throw, but then also kind of like hung my head a bit because mm-hmm. I'm like, Kyle's really good. Yeah. He doesn't need anyone's pity. Like he's a really, really good player. But the other end of that is like, maybe it's just not pity. Maybe mm-hmm. they're like, we love you. Yeah. We, we score we a want, point. We want you to and score. And we know, we know, yeah, we're just, we're behind you. And yeah. you know, he had a great game, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, exactly. And I think like that's a kind of a testament to Toronto fans when things are going well, like we're all on board. Like yes. that arena yesterday, like Scotiabank was on fire for that entire But, game. you know, but like to counter that parts of game one, I feel like we'd be down two or three and it's like pins and needles in there. Oh yeah. I was at that game. It's it was quiet. Like, chill out. Yeah. Or I mean like, I mean, I mean the, you're at a playoff game. You paid a lot of money. Get amped. Mm-hmm. Stand like, up. Yeah. Yes. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> Yeah, like, you know, Philly, Philly's a bit of a different story because they got kind of got embarrassed. We didn't get embarrassed, uh, I don't think. You know, we lost yeah. on a game-winning play. Yeah. And we could have won that game even. Um, but I, I, I'm with you. I think Raptors fans need to support in the right way. Yeah. And just because we're doing this kind of, like, fan-type stuff, Matt, now, yeah. Matt's a hardcore Leafs, Leafs fan, mm-hmm. but he's the, he's, right. the, he's the good type. Yeah. And type. <laughs> uh, we all know there's a bad type. Yeah. And uh, I'm not saying they were the bad type, mm-hmm. but as far as recruiting Kawhi, I wasn't crazy about how in the first game when they panned to Jurassic Park, 
it was mostly Leafs fans looking at their phones, waiting for oh, the Leafs game to start. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> listen, if I'm governing Jurassic Park, I'm like, until the until it's like the Leafs game is starting, you're coming in with a Raptors jersey, or that's it. I like this strict. 100%. I like this. You know, strict, if you're, yeah. or if you're coming in with a with, with with a Leafs jersey, like I better know somehow you're a Raptors fan and you're jacked for both teams. Just have a yeah. coat check for a Leafs Leafs game. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want you waiting out the Raptors game in yeah. Jurassic Park. Looking at your phone, that's embarrassing. I don't want. That. I apologize for for that. I mean, I, I feel like I had to clarify. Lots of good Leafs fans, okay? Yeah. Lots of good Leafs fans. There was a good preface before this yeah, whole thing. You know, yeah. I, I'm not trying to target Matt here. I'm a Leafs fan, okay? Um, all right. Uh, any any other disappointing stuff? It's pretty... I mean, things are pretty good. Right? Yeah. yeah. Did you guys see the stat about Lowry, how in all the game ones he's had for us, he's never gotten more than 11 points? Oh, wow. Yeah. It's been like 4, 11, 2. Yeah. He's definitely <laughs> a part of like this like playoff jitters yeah. zeitgeist. Yeah. He yeah. just is. He really gets the yips in that first game, eh? <laughs> Yeah, and, you know, if you look over his playoffs numbers, it's like, oh, man, he's not that bad. The whole, like, He was Lowry. a plus 11 in game one. He was the only player that yeah. won. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, anyway. And, uh, okay, yeah, so I'm... I'm uh, I, I'm I, I, disappointed I, in that. <laughs> hey, that's fair. Yeah, okay. That's, that's disappointing. <laughs> Matt feels bad because he's disappointed. It's okay. It's part of being a right. Raptors fan. Yes. Right? So finally, in. Um, I mean, there, there was someone at Scotiabank on Saturday that sat in front of me who had, came in with the Leafs jersey on. Oh yeah, yeah they, they, yeah. they showed up, but right before the game, they switched into like the the extra large game time shirt that's oh, slung over okay. the chair. Yeah. Cheers to that! Yeah, yeah. honestly, yeah, well, yeah. I, I got no issue with like Leafs Raptors, you know, TFC crossover fans. Yeah, I just don't like the fans that are like, I'm just this one team yeah. and I'm in your area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, I get it. The Raptors are yeah. the third team. Um, that's the way it's probably going to be for maybe ever or maybe not. Maybe we'll pass the Jays at some point, but I, I think we'll need some some serious success if we do. Yeah, right. Um, okay, before we move to the NBA, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to hit you guys with uh, some more of my research. Is that cool? Oh. All right, let's do it. Is this too nerdy or what? <laughs> no, I like no. Not nerdy enough. Okay, <laughs> cheers. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, Serge Ibaka. The shot blocker, uh, he doesn't get any sound cannons oh, um, this time, but I, I want to introduce this segment because uh, I want everyone to keep an eye on it, and uh, it's pretty cool. So he's ninth all time in playoff blocks. Wow. Wow. All time. Yeah. That is That's crazy. absolutely amazing, yeah. period. Yeah, he's in the top so, 10. Um, yeah, right now he's, uh, he's uh, just ahead of Mutombo. Um, who's in 10th place and he's uh, gaining on Mikhail. He's got three blocks so far in the first two games. Uh, he's still about 20 or some odd blocks away from Mikhail. Okay. So we'll keep an eye on that. Yeah. That's a, that's a list though. That's a good, that's good a list, good, right? Good, good company. People need to know. Yeah. yeah. Um, so every time, you know, you see Serge make a block in the playoffs, that's history. <laughs> okay. That's goddamn history. Uh, and I got four of these. So I'm going to do, I'm going to do number three right now. Okay. Matt, can you sound <laughs> off the cannon? Yeah. Uh, twice. Whoa. I love it. Oh, yeah. And I love that you don't double the cue. <laughs> like you let it fade out. Yeah, like the, yeah. It's big. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it is. It's like, I'm into it, dude. Uh, Okay, so Danny the three, uh, Danny Green, uh, currently sits at twentieth all time on the playoff three point list. Whoa, How incredible is that? Yeah. Um, so he uh, he hasn't. Uh, sorry, he sorry he has. 
yes, yeah, sorry. He has passed two people so far. Um, he, and he's still six away. Oh, wait, I, I, I totally messed this up. Sorry. Um, let me just quickly read what I wrote here. I was going to say he's passed two people in two games like that. Yes. Uh, that's no, no, yeah. he hasn't. He hasn't. Um, oh, OK. Matt's giving me the thinking bubble. Yeah. OK. And, you know, this is a bit of a new one for the segment. <laughs> so I apologize. Um, sorry. So he's made three so far, but he's still six away uh, from number uh, 19 and 18 who are tied. Uh, and that's Scotty Pippen. And Michael Finley. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, so I don't know who he's passed, and maybe those <laughs> cannons were incorrect. Listen, wow. They're in the past now. Listen. He's ahead of them. You don't need to look back. I'm going to do forwards. some research mid-pod uh, in a later segment. I'll correct myself. <laughs> but uh, let's talk some NBA. You want to you give me that NBA sting? Sure. Timely. Yeah. <laughs> So many people just stop listening to the podcast. This is Adam Silver. Wow. We had a, we had a variety of sound clips in there. But the first, one's, the first one's the most important. Yeah. Uh, the first one is uh, Boogie Cousins. Oh, wow. Um, in a hallway. Uh, bad audio. But uh, <laughs> if you listen to the pod before, you know that's, uh, that's him saying bada bing, bada boom. I believe on a scooter uh, or something. Uh, looking at his phone. Uh, joining the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, finalizing on the phone. That's right. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, let's just start there, I guess. Um, Tristan, I'll start with you. So just just your reactions in general to game two, the the incredible comeback, which we've never seen on the Warriors, I don't think, in the playoffs. Anybody. Yeah. Um, 31 points. Was it the biggest comeback of all time? I wonder. I haven't checked, but I believe, I've mean, I, I never seen a 31-point lead comeback ever. Yeah, like, especially in the playoffs. Yeah. I guess I assumed, wasn't there like a, an insane Boston LA comeback when it was like Kobe versus Pierce Garnett that whole era. It's got that thinking music happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what? Everyone on their phone. I'll research that too. Um, (laughs) But and and Boogie going down um, with a with a torn quad, which I can only assume is the remainder of the playoffs. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. So I mean, I'm not a doctor, but I'm, you're, pretty, I'm pretty sure you're yeah. a pretty good yeah. doctor. I'm a good fake doctor. Honestly, yeah. I've seen you wearing the scrubs. Yeah, and... I watched that game on TV. I think mm-hmm. I can diagnose it from <laughs> yeah. there. Doc, Doc Douglas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll start with you. Um, I guess touch on whatever you want to touch on first. The the boogie injury or the comeback I mean, go for it. What a night for the Warriors. That's a good noise. I like that. It I was know. Like a, a yeah. gong. Like, like a gong. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I think like yeah, that what a night for the Warriors. Like they yeah. that being said, like they're they're gonna win. They're gonna win that series. I'm not worried. Right. Like they have one bad game, they blow a massive lead. The best thing about I think that whole game is Steph Curry's tweet the night before. We was talking about Tiger Woods, like this is the greatest comeback in sports history ever. And oh, very, I didn't know that. The very next day, they that's get, awesome. They have another playoff comeback. That's just cool. against them. So uh, that I think that was the most enjoyable part for me. It's a shame about Cousins though, like mm-hmm. in a contract year going down again. Yeah, like I don't know what his role is going forward. Like when he does recover, if he decides to come back again, like that's gonna be hard to find a role and like a price for him. Um, 
Bobby, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you up with the same question, but I I, I kind of wanted to just pose this question as well. I, I've, I've been thinking about it in my head, but if you're boogie, right? You took this like prove it style contract, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he did prove himself. I think Absolutely. he proved that he's still a really good player. Absolutely. And if I was a team, um, you know, that needed a big, and I, I'll tell you what I wouldn't do. I wouldn't let Golden State or some other really good team like the Rockets or something sign him in the off season uh, to another prove it style contract. Yeah. I would sign him to like a four year, three year thing. Um, I'd try and get a bit of a bargain on that contract. But I think that he, I think that he's come back from the Achilles. Uh, he's injured the quad. Definitely. You're never going to see the old boogie or at least not for like a couple years, but Imagine you get this guy on a four-year, $15 million a year contract. You take your time and you just kind of like let him slowly integrate himself. Like I think you're getting a pretty damn good player, right? Okay, hmm. Tristan, I feel like if you disagree, hit me with it because that, that's why I wanted to pose this I question. I mean, I do. Like the fact that he has to go back and prove it again now. Like I, if you're, so you think he does have to, pr- I see, I feel like he proved it a bit. Like it's on the same leg again. It's the same, like the, the yeah. on the same leg that, um, it's definitely Achilles. chronic injury territory. Yeah. And like, that's a spot where like, if you're a team, like maybe another like one year deal just to see if he can recover again. Like, honestly, like I feel bad for the guy because like, I, get, I agree with you. He was proving it. He was finding that rhythm. He was finding like that, not so much the speed as much, but his playmaking is still great. His shot making is still mm-hmm. great. Uh, he's still a great player, but if you're a team, like you're going to burn up uh, the center spot for him when you have like, especially with the Rockets, Capella, like you have like a center already integrated in there. Yeah, but like, I'm thinking more like, what if you're Milwaukee and and Lopez gets some big contract and Boogie's like, I'll play with, I'll play with uh, Ante Tacumpo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I I think he's I think he's got another a year of proving it again. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, I'll, I'll take yeah, two. Bobby. It's, hop, it's, hop it's on. a huge risk. I think I will. will I'm Greek Tristan about signing a year or maybe two, um, because it also depends too. Like how long is he going to recover from this injury? Right. It's going to be like you know he's not going to play again until next December or will if it's he a be torn really... quad, that's yeah. serious. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. But um, other teams, I mean, what's our situation with Gasol? I mean, how long do we have Gasol for? So Gasol is, um, he has a player option for next year. It's right. uh, 25 a year. Um, do you think it, may, it would be wise? Maybe we could take a risk? I'm not sure. Oh, you mean like with, us, with us with Boogie? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Right. Um, with Gasol, I think he's in that type of, like based on his age, right. he's in a scenario where I wouldn't be that surprised if he can get more than 25 over the course of a couple of years, maybe two, three years. Right. Um, he kind of like says no to the player option and goes to a contender, stays with us, signs a bit of a cheaper deal, maybe 15 a year for his last three years or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, where, so where are you at on the Warriors? Yeah, to go back to the Warriors, I, um, I've been saying all season since like before halfway into the season that they look very vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't win the finals this year, to be honest. Um, Houston came so close last year, but Chris Paul went down. Yep. Um, I'm also blaming, like, just fatigue. Like, they've been in the finals for maybe five years. Totally. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. That's a lot of basketball mileage on your body. They right? still have the Kevin Durant thing hanging over their head. Kevin like, even, even in the playoffs. Clay, Thomas. Yeah, right? Yeah, totally. And Clay, right? Sorry. Yeah, right? I mean, Actually, sorry, then, uh, you know, 
and Draymond. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm not, like I said, I won't be surprised if they, um, you know, I could see probably Houston, maybe um, OKC if they get past Portland. Mm. But um, yeah, I won't be surprised if they won one championship this year. Yeah. yeah. So so my my bold take uh, when they first signed Durant, which was based on, I would say, just uh, making a bold take for the sake of making a bold take. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Was that uh, they wouldn't win more than two titles with right. Durant. I, absolutely. agree. So my logic there is just that some type of fatigue or as like uh, this is a shout out for uh, for Matt like a guy like Pierre, Pierre Maguire is like a war of attrition you know oh that, 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 that type of stuff where I just think that there's so much pressure over such a long time uh, stylistically the, the rest of the NBA is catching up uh, I think you saw that with Montrez and Lou going off and Lou passing so well mm-hmm. um Lou, by the way, is the guy who's totally proved me wrong because I hated him when he was a Raptor. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I think style matters, and I think they're playing a lot more teams that are going to stylistically be able to compete with them. Uh, I think their depth is an issue. Uh, and, and with an injury like Boogie, that's going to exacerbate, like, okay, you know, Bogut's not playing 15 minutes a game now. You need yeah. real production from Bogut right. or Bell right. or Looney or whoever it is. And it's also going to put more pressure on more injuries. Right. So I'm kind of with Tristan on that. I think this Clippers game is closer to an anomaly. Mm-hmm. But I think that uh, I was listening to the um, the mismatch uh, on the ringer. And they were kind of talking about how what was it the mismatch? Whatever. It was, it, it was one of the one of the more famous podcasts. But <laughs> but somebody was saying that um, you know if this is what Lou and Montrez can do to you, what can Harden and Capella mm-hmm. do to you? Yeah. Uh, and I think we saw that last year, right? So if you're the rest of the NBA, you look at that game and you're like, this is the first round. You know, the Clippers almost didn't make the playoffs. Yes, they're not like. Detroit or something. Their project to be like a 35-win team by a lot of sports Yeah, riders. exactly. Yeah. Um, and I think also if you're looking at a guy like Montrez Harrell, he's just working harder than everybody else. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you have a player like that um, on your team, I think you, 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 there's a bit of new life yeah. because you can say like, hey, okay, if we go up against the Warriors, look at what Montrez Harrell did. He just straight up outworked everyone. And... I mean, I just don't remember the Warriors getting up that big right. and losing. Like that's just they 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 really smote their opponent. So seeing a team battle back, I think that's going to give the Clippers confidence and credit to Doc Rivers, man. Holy shit! Yeah, but. Um, that's going to give the Clippers the confidence, even when they're down big for the rest of the series. Which I just checked, it has been is the playoff record. It uh, is the playoff record. Okay. Second time was twenty nine points back in nineteen eighty nine. Wow. Lakers against Seattle. Super wow, Seahawks. that's awesome. Right. And that was like nineteen in nineteen minutes. They scored seventy two points. <laughs> yeah, like the Clippers scored seventy two points. I had to turn off the game. I was actually working. Most like, people did. Night, and I yeah. turned off the game like the second quarter, yeah. and I woke up the next morning, and I was like. They actually won. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know how much the, the lead was. It's like, okay, let me see what was the biggest lead they had in the game. I was it like, was thirty-one. Yeah, yeah, it was a yeah. big lead. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't know if it was thirty-one in the fourth, but it was like I think it was like high twenties in the yeah, fourth. Right. Yeah, like yeah. It was. They were still coming back like well into the fourth. Oh, it was incredible. What I really love about the series is I don't know who gave the quote. Maybe it was Steve Cor- uh, Steve Kerr. But he said uh, Montrez and Lou Will were 
fake uh, fake bench players. Like they're actually starters. Or they something. are. Yeah. 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 Like they totally are. They're high down on the bench. They come out there and just destroy. I the thought Warriors. Montrez. I mean, I, I mean, we, we won't. I won't go into a major major tangent here. But I think the certain awards have criteria I don't necessarily agree with. And I think Montrez Harrell is, a, is a, was a really good candidate for uh, six man of the year. Obviously, so was Lou Williams. Yeah. But I think it's we, we've fallen into this trap of like Jamal Crawford, Lou Williams. Like it has to be whoever scores the most points off the bench. Right. Mm-hmm. And man, every single game Montrez Harrell checks in, the other team's just like, damn. Yeah, I've this guy's a, so strong, and he's just going to make all of our lives a nightmare. I've always been a huge fan since Louisville. I just love his energy, his intensity, when mm-hmm. he brings the game. Uh, I was kind of surprised Houston lost him too. Cause I remember his very first play when he played for the Houston Rocky. He just like just beat two guys off the baseline and just dunked it right. He so, would be perfect for the Rockets. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, you know, let's just have like a one moment for our Patrick Beverly appreciation. Uh, okay, time. Yeah. sure, sure. Matt played the stinger, the Patrick Beverly appreciation <laughs> stinger, because yeah, Matt's been working on that for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, he loves Pat Bev. Yeah, God, I just I love watching him match up against Durant. Like that's been such entertaining yeah, basketball. Totally and just getting under his skin constantly. Yeah. and you know, with Durant, like there's arguments like the last couple of years, the Warriors have really. Uh, you know, they get technical fouls. They argue a lot of calls right. against them and stuff. And Patrick Beverly is just exposing this so much. I've been enjoying oh, sure. every moment that they're matched up together. I, I'd say him and Draymond have to be like number one and two as far as like players that other players hate playing against. Oh, yeah. And you watch that and you, they play against your team. You're like, oh, I'd hate you. But you would love to have yeah. them. If you got a team of Draymond Green, uh, Patrick Beverly and Matthew Del, Del Vadova as well, like that team would just be like the worst bench oh, unit God, to get yeah. under your skin. Yeah. Like a lot of like toes getting stomped on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Patrick but, uh, Beverly, keep it up. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. There we go. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I was not really Matt's so proud of himself. <laughs> I was not really a fan of Patrick Beverly this season, but I love playing. Oh, you don't Patrick like how Beverly. he's injured superstars throughout the years? No, <laughs> it just gets kind of annoying. But the, given the fact that he's a Razorback, he went to the same school my brother played with, and he oh, cool. worked out with him for one summer. I know a little history of Patrick Beverly. I know a history where he's Sorry, from. So Razorbacks, Florida, right? No, uh, Arkansas. Sorry. Arkansas. Yeah. Whoa, yeah. I was far off. It's in the states. You got it in the, in the same yeah, country. yeah. Oh God. Yep. Um. So I, that's cool. Wait, so so you, you, your your brother, uh, how old is he again? He's older than you. Um, right? yeah, no, he's younger than me actually. He's um early thirties right now. So what, would he, he came have played in year, with? He came no. in the year right after when um um Patrick Beverly went to the league. He came a year later, but he had a summer where he worked out the summer with Patrick, Patrick Beverly. That's, that's cool. Awesome, right. And, and was like Pat Beverly a nice? Uh, well, I guess I'm not gonna give. No, I'm not gonna give. I have some dirt, but I want to. I rather not. Yeah, no, no, no. We don't. No. We don't. I, I was just trying to see if he was a nice guy, and I stopped myself because I'm like, I don't think he is. Yeah, exactly. And I don't think that's why we <laughs> like him. He's a Chicago kid, and I always believe like a lot of Chicago players, which I say Thomas, D Wade, Pat Bev, like the very gritty players. Yeah, like, yeah. Chicago and, and Philly seem to produce like oh, for sure. nonstop yeah. tough guys. Yeah, and I think it's the way their environment already brought up. Like you have to play or come out with that style, or you're not gonna make it. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna for the career and be a pro, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're just going to take a mini break from the playoffs here. Uh, and I'll start with you, Bobby. Um, so I'm going to list off some some non-playoff things that are going on because there is quite a bit going on. Yeah. Uh, and I just want you to pick one and tell me how you feel about it. Uh, so what I got here is uh, uh, Magic uh, piecing out uh, in dramatic fashion so on wild. L.A., uh, Luke then getting fired from LA uh, and getting hired by Sacramento. Yeah. 
Um, uh, David Griffin getting hired by the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the coaching searches for Cleveland, L.A., and Memphis. Uh, so are any of those pick one, um, yeah. pick, pick one and tell me how you feel. I kind of want to pick two. Okay. <laughs> first, um, for uh, coach Luke Walton, Walton, I see him as a type of guy or coach who's going to be here in the league for a very long time. Someone like how, like Larry Brown started as a young guy as a okay. coach. Right. And just through his name, I think he was unfairly let go, but he was in a situation that he had no control of in LA. Right. Um, for Magic Johnson, I mean, he just wasn't the right person to, to be the president or yeah. the, you know, the front office. Did you the watch Lakers. the interview? I saw just a little post interview where he explained he was, it was kind of strange, scared. right? Yeah, oh, totally God. strange. He was scared to go to uh, Genie <laughs> Bus, right? Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, was, was, was going to say, but he made a good point. It's like, I had a good life before I came into this. <laughs> oh, no one's arguing that, Magic. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah, Magic! Yeah, right? <laughs> and I want to go back to that good life without like, the people stress. People call you team, magic. That's right? how good your life is. <laughs> I am. But I think the Lakers should be actually looking for candidates who do have the experience and the pedigree to, you know, to run basketball operations. Right. Even with coaching too. Yeah. Um, Tristan, any uh, any any of those storylines pop out to you? Listen, I love. If, it, if it's the same, that's fine. I love, I love the way Magic did that. That was the, the greatest, <laughs> it was, the greatest forty minutes. It was pretty of funny, right? This season, it was just oh god. And apparently, could, he hung out after, like saying just, goodbye to everyone. You're I know, like, just you hugging. Need to come back and get your stuff. It's later. Like, you're gonna be back here, Magic. Don't worry. And like, <laughs> you're also like a famous Laker. Like, you'll be back so soon. Like, I'm pretty sure your pictures have at least once around here. Like, you'll be fine. <sighs> but yeah, like I could have lived in that forty minutes for like the rest of the season and had no problem but my I think my favorite thing that will happen is that hasn't happened yet really is the casting of Space Jam 2 oh yeah Ooh, I, <laughs> I don't think it's gonna happen oh, I don't think it's not gonna happen it's just so great like how like Giannis was just like no <laughs> yeah so I said, can, can, can I just say I think LeBron's biggest mistake there is you don't chase your adversaries and equals. Right. Yeah. You have to go like he's he's got to like look through the years at third team all NBA. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It needs to be like Lillard, Draymond, Kristaps, or you know Jokic or something. Like he can't be like Durant, Kobe. Yeah. Like yeah. Giannis, Curry, you're the in. team that I beat. And yeah. they're, they're going to be like, no. Yes, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. But, yeah. Like that casting and like that production is like my favorite thing going into the off season. And like just the little bit of stories that kind of trickled mm-hmm. out of people saying no, like, I wouldn't be surprised if LeBron has to get like big three players to come in. Like, I just hope movie. it's the same monsters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Can like, we get Mugsy back? Like, listen, Kenyon Martin. Yeah. Kenyon Martin. Get Barkley back in this movie. He's got to be back. <laughs> well, actually, I guess Barkley was a pretty big get for MJ. I think so. Yeah. Like, Cause that's a pretty, and yeah. Was, sorry. You know what? Ewing that, that, was in it too. Like Patrick Ewing was the center. Yeah. But actually, no. Yeah. Fair yeah, enough. At that time. Fair yeah. enough. Ewing yeah. and wait, who was like the giant white guy? Mm. I don't remember. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> wait, was it Sean Bradley? Could have been. It might have right. been. Um, okay, my storyline is uh, just something I'm keeping my eye out for. Uh, or I guess, I, sorry, but mostly because I don't understand it. So Dave Yeager, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen coaches, you know, be in contention for coach of the year, that sort of thing, and get canned. What I don't understand is Sacramento had such a turnaround year. Mm. Yeah. What is going on with Vladi and 
you know, Peja, if he's still there and, 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 and to fire a guy like Jaeger, who we already know is a good coach from mm-hmm. like a different situation in yeah. Memphis. Um, the players really liked him. You know, you got Fox healed. You really have the start of something and you fire this guy. I don't get it. Well, I mean, their choices in the last few years have always been kind of questionable. Yeah, fair enough. I, I guess I'm, I'm most confounded by the fact that it seems like like, like what, what, when it was like Boogie and Malone. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, finally, you like hold on to this baseline level of success and grow. Yeah. And it seems like Sacramento's totally incapable of doing that. Yeah, they can't And I'm not still. saying Luke Walton's going to be bad necessarily, mm-hmm. but I didn't get it. Or I, I, I mean, there's clearly stuff I don't know. Yeah, but I, it just I think it just follows a pattern. It follows a pattern of just like Sacramento, yeah, Sacramento yeah. making weird decisions where everyone's like, Jeez. are you sure you want to do this? Yes. And they're like, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. No, we want Luke Walton and we're trading our second overall pick to the Lakers. Yeah. It's, it's like they like, already fired Luke. It's like, no worries. <laughs> they get the pick. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I looked it up. Uh, I think the person you're thinking about in Space Jam is Wayne Knight. Oh, wait, night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Uh, yeah, Newman from Seinfeld. Yeah, that's got to be like Zach Galifianakis (laughs) now or something. It was Sean Bradley, yeah. 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 And uh, you got Bird in there as well. Larry Bird was in that movie? Yeah, there's a Uh, lot of people. Bill Murray. I I don't think he was someone he stole the powers from. I think he just golfed with him in the movie. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, Okay, let's uh, let's go back to NBA before we do some quickish questions here. Yeah. so there's there's a couple of good series brewing, but uh, I kind of wanted to touch on the the four series um, as of tonight, which is uh, is it April eighteenth? What day is it? Seventeenth today. Mm-hmm. Wow, way off. No, actually, not way off. <laughs> um, but as of the seventeenth, as of when we're recording, um, there's four teams that don't have a win. Mm-hmm. So uh, Tristan, I'll start with you. Um, I'm not going to name these four teams. Uh, tell me who of these four teams is getting swept. Mm-hmm. Or pick one and tell me why. And then yep. I'll, I'll hop over to Bobby. Okay. So, uh, OKC down 2-0 to Portland as of last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, got Detroit. Got smoked. Game one. Uh, Griffin's out for the playoffs. Yep. Um, we got Indiana, who started off pretty well in the first half, but then kind of got... Um, I'd say smoked pretty heavily in the third and uh, fourth quarters. I think they only scored 13 points in the yeah, fourth quarter. it wasn't quarter. a great look for them. Um, and then Utah, who I think was handled pretty, I don't want to say easily, mm-hmm. but the Rockets seemed like they had a fairly comfortable win. So uh, just a quick recap, Utah, Indiana, Detroit, OKC, pick one of those teams that's getting swept and tell me why. Okay, well, the easy, easy, easy answer is obviously Detroit. That's right. Like, great to see you in the playoffs. Yeah. And, uh, Happy you're we'll, here. We'll see you next year. And uh, But you know what? I'm going to go with the Jazz. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. You know what? I don't think they have an answer for anyone on Houston. Yeah. Like, I, I think, like, you have Rudy Gobert, you have Donovan Mitchell. You don't yeah. think Rubio is going to stop Harden? Oh, you know what? Maybe <laughs> for, like, a couple minutes. Yeah. It, yeah. It's a, Maybe for no minutes. You know, crazier yeah. things have happened. He may uh, the way they're guarding Harden. Oh by the way, I, that that's my basketball nirvana. Yeah. When things get weird, yeah, we're, like we're, when it's like we gotta cover this guy from behind. Yeah, it's like you're, he's at like seven o'clock or something, yeah. like right behind him on the left side. Like, what are you doing here? Yeah, like, this is a weird defensive uh, stance he got. So, so you don't see Jazz getting a game? No, but last I, year they lost in five. Yeah, I don't see him getting a game this year. Like, I think that team is promising. I think they have a lot of really good pieces. 
Houston's better. And the way that they've played for the second half of the season and just continued rolling into the playoffs, yeah. I think it's just going to continue. Um, they're going to be a very interesting matchup for the Clippers. No, uh, no. Uh, for the Warriors. Um, and I think, yeah, Houston, uh, not Houston, uh, Utah, like, again, like uh, the yeah. Pistons thinks we're coming out, but we'll see you next year. I think Utah will win one, and it's not even going to be because of them. I think maybe Mitchell will play well, but I think it's going to be just one of those, like, you know, statistically bad Rockets shooting nights. Like, oh, 37 from three or yeah, something? They'll yeah, they'll just shoot terrible one game, mm-hmm. you know, maybe game three, and that will be the game. I think that'll be later in the playoffs. They'll have a game like that against the the Warriors, or if they yeah. make it there against the Trailblazers. I mean, Blazers. Utah's so good on defense, so it should, but yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, Bobby, uh, yeah, any of the two teams not mentioned yet? Do you think you're going to get swept? Do you think OKC's going to get swept? Uh, no, absolutely not. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, no, no, no. They got two and teams then, going OKC, but easy. Who's going to swept? Detroit is the obvious answer. Yeah. They, have, they have no choice. I know. Um, it's going to be easy. Sad, right? Yeah. Um, uh, it's not, we haven't I'm, been in the playoffs last year. Detroit? Yeah. I don't think so. No, I think I the year think so. before they were and they right? got swept by LeBron. Yeah. But they were looking like really good and then they went against LeBron and just like so, got yeah. run off the court. Yeah. And um, Indiana might have a chance to pull out a game, but they're also missing like uh, all of the people. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so you, so you think Boston's in like the, you think they could sweep Indiana? Um, they might have a chance, but like I, I said, Indiana Indiana's, might win one game. Yeah. Like Indiana's pretty good, right? Like yeah. they should. They're whatever a coach. What's that? They're very well coached. And they Man, Nate McMillan's awesome. Right, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think that Indiana should take a game. For me, it's Detroit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Utah's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think Detroit's the easy one. <laughs> Indiana's a bit too good. I thought OKC was going to have a much better start. But yeah, I, I don't think OKC's going to go home. Um and lose two games. I just don't think that's going to happen. I think Paul George or Westbrook or someone's going to do something. I, I mean, see a series going to seven games. Yeah, I mean, I think I picked OKC in seven, but guess what? I'm wrong a bunch. Yeah, you know what? I <laughs> I really want that series to go along. I think that'll be a five game. Fair. Like I, I don't really think like the way that OKC's played the first two games. Right. It's not encouraging in any capacity. So seeing Portland five. Yeah. Portland. Yeah. Five. Watching. You heard uh, it here first. I saw a couple highlights of like Felton. Trying to guard Lillard, and I was like, "Yikes!" Yeah, Lillard is like <laughs> Lillard is something else. Man. Yeah, and he's showing up. Him and yes. McCollum yeah. when they're scoring over sixty points collectively, oh like, God. yeah, like, sorry again, OKC. And, thanks for coming out this year. And I've mentioned this so many times in the pod, but I, you know, I think the playoffs are such a matchup game, mm-hmm. and Portland really got trashed after losing to, you know, Anthony Davis and Holiday and Rondo and, and New Orleans playing so well, and I think it was a, it was just a very bad matchup for them, um, and I think it made them look worse than they actually are. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, and any other takes on the uh, you know we if if you want to touch on any of the other playoff series, I don't think we've talked about um, San Antonio or Denver. Or that was a great game last night. Brooklyn, y'all watched that? Did you watch the uh, the nineteen point comeback from Denver? Um, no, I I, I I just heard about it. I heard, I heard it was a Jamal Murray yeah, showing out. He had like yep. twenty one points in the fourth, and um, yeah, he had a great performance. I'm I into see it. See that series going far too. I don't want to see Denver getting knocked out easily because I really like Denver as a team as well. Mm-hmm. I like Denver too, right. and I also you know I'm I feel like the NBA in some ways is kind of predictable, and I'm always trying to rail against like the obvious predictions. Yeah. But the Spurs are not someone you want to play in the first round. They're the Spurs. Yeah, and then also. 
there is something to be said about that that team's first time in the playoffs. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, when have we seen a team, you know, first time in the playoffs, just, like, amazing? Even if they had a great, great regular season. Like, right. it's kind of yeah. a, it's a thing for a reason. And then Philly, Brooklyn is the other one. The fact that San Antonio only lost, I think, nine home games this season. If Denver could walk into San Antonio and win one game... I'm picking Denver to win the series. Right. Yeah. I think that's a seven game series. I, yeah. th- I think I took San Antonio in seven. Right. I um, really want the Sixers and Nets to be a series. That's like the, that, yeah. that, it's that matchup right. of the Eastern Conference. I, yes, think, it, I think it could be because, yeah. you know, I, 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 I was saying this to uh, another friend of the podcast, uh, Anna Sesmer, um, about the Raptors. And I was saying I kind of wanted a comfortable 10 point win, mm-hmm. like just like a casual dominance. You know, and he's like, I want a huge blowout. And I'm like, fair. <laughs> and we got a huge blowout, so it was nice. Yeah. <clears throat> but I think sometimes when a team just gets blown, gets the doors blown off, their coach, like Kenny Atkinson, can kind of go to the guys and be like, <laughs> you know, yeah, we got smoked, right? Anyhow, let's focus on game three. Yeah. And sometimes when you get destroyed like that, there, I feel like there's a tendency to really get extra motivated. And we'll see how Phil, you know, Brooklyn's going to be pretty excited about this team. And I think when that third game in Brooklyn, yeah, I think the, uh, this series, I, 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 I do think Philly has a pretty big talent advantage and I picked them in five, but with the Embiid struggles and I, I guess I, I just, I'm not totally convinced that, uh, that it's not going to be a seven-game series. Yeah, with the Sixers, I don't think Brooklyn's going to win. Yeah, I don't. Th- I don't think Brooklyn's going to win. I really want them to pull that upset because I think <laughs> that would just be great to watch that team who's really just kind of pieced together this lineup of Joe Harris and uh, Lavert and Russell. Like they're just such a good young team to come out there, and it really the Sixers are the kind of their own worst enemies in that regard. Where you know if Embiid isn't playing well, if he's still battling injuries, Redick is a huge defensive liability. Oh yeah, for like, sure. And like the Nets were exploiting that in game one, huge. Um, ben Simmons, like the way he's played in that first game was like, yeah. Do you remember how to play this game or cause like he would get they the have other like, players. Philly's like, weird. They just have lots of like big glaring flaws. Yeah. Even though they have an overwhelming amount of talent. Yeah. And I you know, still don't think they deserve to be booed off their court, but you know, <laughs> yeah, it was a, a rough game one. I, mean, I know these these teams. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> these fans paying so much money to go in and and boo. Yeah, but like they got their money's worth in the la- in the second game though. Yeah, like fifty-one points in the third quarter. Like that's Philly yeah, at their that's most dangerous too. That was yeah. another record. This yeah. playoff has been actually fantastic so far. You know, we have a playoff yeah. without LeBron James, but there's a lot of, a lot of great games. Uh, records being broken for mm-hmm. sure. Join them, and them. I think you know with the pace and. Yeah. Um, and the added three-point shooting and the way the game's changing, I think it's creating more parity. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, I guess we'll see. Yeah. But uh, it seems like that. It seems like, right. you know, Brooklyn doesn't have that much talent. Right. Mm-hmm. And their coach is just like, spread out and fire away. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and it works in a way, you like know? All the, like the game one and game twos, it's very much like a anything is possible type of scenario like Kevin Garnett yelling it in every single game like <laughs> what's going to happen for this series because I think most of the series now are split 1-1 like the ones going in tonight are the only few that are left that are yep. like going into the second game but I think that's a very interesting way to start the playoffs at least you're damn right it is yeah uh-huh. okay uh, we're going to hit up some quickish questions but first <laughs> yeah uh, I'm going to do my, my final, oh, my boy. final segment. Go. 
Uh, hopefully it goes a bit better. Um, okay. Yeah. So this one's for Kyle Lowry. Okay. All right. Uh, and it's about, uh, it's about, a, it's about a, a little dime factory. Um, oh. so I don't know where I was going with dime that. Factory. It's about a dime factory. <laughs> I mean, dimes are assists. Got it. <laughs> so dime sorry. Factory. I know everyone's just like, what are you talking about? Like the dime factory in Sudbury? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. That's a nickel. So sorry uh, if you're from Sudbury and you listen to this pod. But if you are, cheers. That's pretty far away from Toronto, and I appreciate it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Kyle Lowry, yeah. um, I'm not exactly sure where he sat before the playoffs began, but he's moved up to 96 all-time on the uh, playoff assists uh, total. Okay. And Matt, I'm going to need you to sound that cannon three times. gonna come i got chills <laughs> oh there we go baby man this is exciting um okay so yeah kyle lowry is currently tied uh at uh, 96 overall with dick mcguire and uh he's got 15 cysts uh this playoffs i know we're all laughing at the name dick mcguire seems like a seems definitely like a fake name you like, give to a it's, hotel it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a 2k player like when you first yeah. create them that's like the name that comes up as it's not default. even the dick it's mcguire <laughs> i never heard of him um yeah. yeah i mean he got a bunch of assists in the playoffs uh but so he passes johnny moore um who i'm not familiar with uh lionel hollins the coach oh, yeah. and jeff teak Hmm. Uh, so we'll keep track of uh, Lowry's assists as he uh, as he climbs his way up the all time uh, playoff assist list. When was the wow. last time Jeff Teague was in the playoffs? Last, uh, year? last year was it? Yeah, with Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota, yeah, yeah, they yeah. Uh, they lost to um, Houston. Yeah, their brief yeah. little stint. Yeah. Um, okay, Maddie, let's All do right. it. Um, give me that quickish questions. Quicket, quicket, good stuff. <laughs> really good um, DJing over here. Oh yeah, you're rocking it, dude. Uh, okay, so Matt, yeah. Um, before we start the quickish questions, sure. Uh, you know, it, it's a fan fave yeah. uh, of a segment, so I, I you know, we can, we, we can't just not do it. Okay. So why don't you tell uh, everyone listening uh, at home yeah. or wherever they are, yeah. um, something they might not know about. You, Matty D, Matt Duncan. Yeah? All right, I'll give you a couple things. Yeah, hit me up. You know how people fold their pizza uh -huh. and sometimes they kind of make a weird sandwich out of it? Yes. Never done that in my life. Wow. Ever. Never mm. once. And you refuse? Um, I'm a little curious about it, but I feel like it's going to wreck the whole experience. I, I, cheers. Totally, I totally agree. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're I see people do it. I'm like, what? Why? Okay. Um, what else you got? <laughs> I mean, this I didn't is, know that. So you're at an A plus. This is this is uh, this is a bit of a confession I've been Ooh, wanting to make for a while on this podcast. Oh, you killed the guy! Eh? I, <laughs> killed. <laughs> um, I have never seen Space Jam. Hmm. That's okay. okay. There's been a lot okay. of references to Space okay. Jam, and I've uh, flubbed through it. I've never seen the classic movie, The Thing. Whoa, really? Okay, okay that's Cheers. a little bit. Um, but I'm, I'm going to make it my homework to see Space Jam. How about that? Go and check will, out Space Jam. I'll let Jam. you know. Next episode, uh, what I thought of it. Well, sure, I, I love your review of that. Yeah, yeah. I promise this, you'll have a laugh. 
All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Okay, Matt. What else you got? Um, my last one for the fans is um, you know those shows like Entertainment Tonight. Sure. Canada has E Talk Daily. The best types of shows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in 2006, I had a celebrity sighting about me on E Talk Daily. Isn't that weird? <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. A celebrity sighting. Yeah. About you. Yeah. It was like Matt Duncan was spotted. Okay. In the DuPont and Spadina More area. context. And Anne Hesch was seen in Vancouver. It was me and Anne Hesch that what? day. What? Wow. More context yeah. immediately. <laughs> What's going on? It's really who you know. Um, Cheers. <laughs> uh, I, I guess um, I did a short film at the time, and the, the director knew someone at Talk Daily and was promoting the short film. Okay. So they made me a celebrity sighting on E-Talk Daily. So was there like a like a paparazzi, like, like we, we, yeah, were, like we, a, were you at Vesta Lunch and someone was filming you? I was actually on? at the liquor store. Right? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Were you brown bagging it or what? Yeah. How big was your beard? <laughs> <laughs> was it was like a David Letterman, like, oh my God, yeah. look at his beard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's pretty weird to have a, to be a, to not be a celebrity and to have a celebrity sighting was very strange to watch. Well, guess what? Yeah. That was top notch. <laughs> that was top notch stuff. You get an A plus plus plus. Thank you. Um, if you see Matt on the street, you take a picture and you don't even tell him you, you saw yeah, him. Let you know him talk to him. Send it straight in the talk. Uh, okay. Uh, right. Bobby, Tristan, you ready for some quickish questions? Let's do it. Okay. So here's what's up. I'm going to ask you these questions as quick as I can. Uh, and... Uh, you just got to answer as quick as you can. No delaying. Try to, to minimize the ums and ahs. No phoning friend, as yeah, Matt loves when I say yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Tristan. All right. Question number one. Is Portland going to get past the first round this time? Not only is Portland getting past the first round, they are going to the conference finals. Wowzers. Yeah. Bobby. First Raptor to score 40 points in this year's playoffs will be? Kawhi Leonard. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Matt. Mm-hmm. Will the Raptors blow out the rest of the Magic series? I mean, I wish because, you know, we just need less stress, but I'm going to say no. <laughs> I'm going to say it's going to be a couple tight games. It's going to be a couple tight ones. Okay. Yeah. Um, Matt, I'm not sure if this is possible. Yeah. I probably should have read this previously. Oh, good. <laughs> but uh, we got a question that says, why don't the Raps game ops drop this whenever Jody, Jody Meeks, yeah. gets a bucket? Yeah. And it's ASAP Rocky <laughs> with, um, it's a good song. Yeah. Uh, I just want to make sure uh, I can get you to search it so we can uh, hear oh, you it. You want me to give hear, a little we, taste we, we, of we'll, it? We'll hear it at the end of the questions. Okay. I'll ask it again. It's by Lord Pretty Flacco Jody 2. Okay. If you, want, if you want to search that. It's All always right. in my head when I, hear, when I see Jody Meeks on the Okay, floor. there you go. That, I mean, that's why the question was asked. Matt, I'm just going to, I'm going to send it to you. How about that? Okay. I'll send you the damn link right now. Sorry, folks. This is me dropping the ball on my own segment. But you know what? It's going to be worth it. Cheers. Okay. Uh, wait, who, who, was it, was it Tristan? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Why is it whenever the Raptors announce t-shirt toss... They throw crappy hand towels instead of t-shirts. Side note, 
crappy refers to the quality and is nothing against hand towels in general. I mean, I think uh, the answer is really in the question there. If I'm uh, in the crowd and I'm at the center court, I'm like, let's set it up. I'm going to throw out some hand towels. That doesn't have the same ring. I can't right. wear a hand towel. So like, it's important to trick the fans. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you're, they're standing up, they're getting excited and they're <laughs> yeah, just yeah. tossing out you yeah, know, yeah. little tea towels instead. And of you want to get those reaction shots when they open and it's just like a rag instead of like See, a t-shirt. I, I, that's why you don't get the reaction shots okay. in the uh, in the arena. They're Promote just... this man to game up. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I cut my... Wow. Yeah, I know. Listen, listen, I'm telling you, a Scotiabank Arena Raptors organization, if you need me to like, you know, work out mm-hmm. some logistics and marketing, bring me on board. We'll throw... There was a game where they threw out Snickers a couple of years ago where I was at. They just threw out Snicker bars. Yeah. People went it. wild for that. They open it. It's a hand towel? Yeah, exactly. It's all hand <laughs> towels. Okay, Bobby. Yep. <clears throat> um... Oh, I love. Oh, this is a, this is a question to my heart. <laughs> when will Sorta Shwarma finally go all in and fully actualize itself as total Shwarma? <laughs> <laughs> what? What is? Well, okay. What is? Uh, I don't know how how often you sit at the three hundreds. Okay. Um, but if if you're like me right. and you're near section three hundred nine, um, there's a, a vendor called to, uh, called Sorta Shwarma. I never knew about that. It's a mix between a Shwarma and a Jamaican beef patty. Oh. Wow. Here's the problem. Okay. It's not very good. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's like hot lettuce and corn in there, and it's it's not enough patty. That's what I'll say about that. Okay. Um, but so what's the question? When is going to be? Yeah, when is it going to drop drop the charade and merge into full shawarma or merge into full patty? I don't know, but I'll say they should get some medicated patties. I mean, we, 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 uh, weed is legalized now, right? Ooh, I like yeah. this. So medicated beef patties, medicated shawarmas would be nice. Okay, Ooh. you know what? Scrap that question. <laughs> Put some weed butter in those, you know, give some CBD in the goddamn friggin' I'll be down with shawarma. That. That, for is, that is total shawarma right yeah, there. That's to- yeah, total shawarma. You're tripping out by halftime. Yeah. Okay, Matt. Yeah. Um, what Raptor, mm-hmm. sorry, what Raptor player would look best dressed up as Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> giving a stunner to Vince McMahon, played by Leo, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I mean, how can whichever way you, whichever way you want it. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. The first, ahead. the first player that popped in my mind is Serge Ibaka. Thank like you. Serge Ibaka is a good our one. physical force on that yeah. team. <laughs> I mean, I think that just like, by the way he looks, Lorenzo Brown. Oh, yeah. Would be good. <laughs> yeah absolutely. He's got the clean shaved head. <laughs> yeah. And people are like, oh, Lorenzo Brown yeah, is still on the true. team. It would be like coming out of there. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I jumped on your question. <laughs> no, you know there. what? Sometimes you got to. I think uh, Serge has the goatee though, right? Serge has yeah, the goatee. Like, he, he can rock that. And, and think... Serge would stunner a person. Oh, for sure. Like without a doubt. Can't land a punch, but he would stun her someone. Yeah. yeah. He'd miss the kick. Yeah. And then he'd miss the headlock <laughs> and just fully miss. Yeah, he'd fit perfectly in a wrestler. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, Matt, you got that you got yep. that last song loaded up for I me? I do. Okay, this is good. Matt's Matt's top notch. So yeah. so Tristan <laughs> and Bobby, since this is the last question, why don't the raps, game ops, drop this whenever Jody gets a bucket? Matt. Yeah. 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 Who the jiggy nigga with the gold legs? 
Got me reminiscing about my old days. Three six suck a nigga dick, no foreplay. All day, booming out the trap through the hallway. Tell me what you niggas know about. I'm just saying, turn it down, or she finna call a cop. We be potting on the eye. She don't. Okay, I, I think we're good. So, straight up, Tristan, why don't they play that every time Jody gets a bucket? I have no idea, but I think they should play the entire song every yeah. time he goes on the court. All the lead up, yeah, everything. Instead yeah. of like the horn that sounds like substitutions, just that song just starts playing. Yeah, just and he starts. can just come on, and he doesn't stop until he leaves. Mm-hmm. I think like for halftime and like uh, in between quarters and stuff, they should play cool music. But like you know, it's a music that it's like oh by the time this song's over mm-hmm. you know yeah. what i mean yeah exactly we got to get back to our seats yeah I, well, so if i do remember i think i heard that song a few years ago when it used to be called the acc Ooh. speakers yeah because that, that, that was a pretty so your track. answer is they do play it sometimes yeah but Ooh. they should bring it back every time i say every time i hear the name jordy uh jordy mix i always think about this song now rock for some reason yeah, yeah. four corners listen you do what you need to do yeah, you cut you cut out the necessary swears. Mm-hmm. Cue that up. You do what Matt does. He's gonna be busy on that one. He's, yeah. he's, he's, gonna, he's gonna be busy, but it's worth it. Yeah. You know what I, mean? uh, I think so. People love yeah. Aesop Rock. Um, okay, that's the pot. All right. All yeah, right. yeah. We're 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 here. Uh, that's the end. Uh, if you listen to this podcast, thank you so much. Yeah. Um, I was reading some of our reviews on iTunes. We've got some nice reviews, so thank you cheers. to those who did. If you don't want a review, it's okay. You can still just rate and give us five stars. Yeah. Rate or review. Whatever. We're, and, we're trying I mean, to compete with the big we boys. We are on YouTube, people. We sure are. We've got eight subscribers oh! now. <laughs> Tristan, okay. Bobby, will you be our ninth and tenth subscribers? Absolutely. I can lock this in right now. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. Um <laughs> This is good stuff. I mean, you, know you, you can catch us on on all the good stuff. Player FM, where where people are Player constantly FM. updating and checking, and and you know what I mean, like you know, Spotify. You know, sure, you're listening to your Rush playlist. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can put us on after. Yeah, G- Getty Lee vocals only. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, so I mean, like, what's what's our Twitter? Uh, Twitter, we are Dunks Podcast. What about Instagram? We are Confederacy of Dunks. Woo! What's our website? Website DunksPodcast.com. And what's my middle name? Uh. Jerome. No, it's no. Noah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, follow us. Uh, uh, help us out. Um, you know, we're, we're going to sell some toques in a bit, just as soon as it's July. We're waiting, yeah, we're waiting for it to get really hot. Yeah, you know, wait for the heat. first heat wave. We're toques, gonna, toques are on yeah, sale. Um, we're getting, we're bringing those big, you know, the, the toques that had the long tail. Yeah. That's what we're going to bring back for next year. <laughs> I don't even know that toque, and I said, yeah. <laughs> okay. About? It's like a wizard toque. Someone's listening live. It jumped to 11. And Whoa. that's what the, the, the two of us just Holy did it. Shit. Yeah. Whoever's just did that, <laughs> you made my goddamn day. <laughs> Sorry, don't know why I said a weird voice like that. And I don't know how you can listen live. Is that possible? Um, well, you never know with the cloud these days. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. yeah, you never know with the cloud. <laughs> Julian Assange and everything. Um, okay, great. Okay. Oh god. Um but uh Tristan, you're an amazing dude. Uh you're you're, you're always up to shit. Well, what's up? You got anything going on? Uh I have my very first uh, art show. Solo Whoa, art show coming oh, up wicked. in August. Oh my god, that's um, amazing! Yeah, it's be August first uh, until September fourth at okay. Fountain Gallery on uh, Dundas. There, cool. Um, that's incredible. So it's Dundas and what? Dundas and Dover Court. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so so can people? Is it like they basically, you know, they like I, I'm I'm obviously not well versed enough with uh, how art sales work, but mm-hmm. can they buy any of this online? No, it's all going to be. It's there. All, they it's got they got to show up. They're all original pieces. It's going to be about 
85 pieces altogether, oh it's going to be very overwhelming. So Yeah, uh, well, that's a lot of work for you, and, and congratulations. That's thank awesome. You. Yeah, so that's what I'll be working on for the next uh, four or five months. And we'll, and we'll make sure to have you on the pod. Uh, uh, we'll make sure to have you on before that, too. Yeah, just yeah. a plug. And just that's just it. a yeah. reminder, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bobby, you got anything going on? I know, I know you're a big music head. We, we haven't talked yeah. about that too much, but you know, I always see your, your your photos from Detroit. Right, you're you're in the know. I mean, I don't know if you want to plug music, but uh, yeah, look, what's what's up? You got anything going on? Just finally getting, uh, man, out of this winter. I mean, I'm doing some traveling this summer. That's it. You're plugging the spring. Yes, I am. Because I don't really do much in as much time. I just, like, you know, hibernate and stuff. But, Fair enough. Um, yeah. Um, that's all I can say. Just cool, man. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I appreciate you both doing this pod. Thank you. And yeah, thank uh, you. yeah it was a really fun episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I'm, Matt, well, when's this episode coming out? You want to know today, don't you? Yeah, is that cool? Live at 5 p.m. Whoa, Whoa. live at 5 p.m. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> uh, big old shelf life, you know what I mean? I think about when the Raptors play next. <laughs> Cheers. Um, and, uh, you know, for all the uh, Leafs fans out there, uh, you know, we're, we're going up 3-1 tonight. It's going to be oh, wonderful. Yeah, I like that. And... Uh, yeah, we're we're probably gonna record um, either t- uh, next Tuesday night if the Raptors hopefully finish this uh, in five. Mm-hmm. If they don't, uh, we'll be recording uh, same time uh, Wednesday, Wednesday during the day, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll we'll put it out that day. And yeah, thank you so much, everyone. Uh, it's it's been a fun playoff so far, and see you next episode. Bye bye. It's the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast.